the Zeitgeist features four different personalities who provide their spin on what's being talked about right now in today's culture. Their conversations include current news, celebrity culture, politics, and more. The moderator starts and ends each discussion. The comedian holds nothing back. The wild card keeps you on your toes. And the analyst breaks it all down into easy-to-understand points. Welcome to the Zeitgeist. Episode 27. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Zeitgeist. This is your moderator, Brandy, and we hope you guys are having a wonderful Sunday whenever you're listening to this show. I am here today with Ayana, the comedian. This is fake energy, Brandy. This is really fake energy. <laughs> I am very invested in the excitement of introducing the show, and I just can't get the support. Um, <laughs> I got your back. Yeah, look, women are not supporting other women on this podcast. Yo, this, this is where we're going. Oh, uh, that's yep. true. <laughs> where, where's Madeline Albright, Glorious yeah. Item? Call them up. Hashtag yeah, formation. Stick together. I'm so disappointed. Oh my goodness. Yes, I'm excited. I really am. Um, to be <laughs> back. <laughs> All right, I could get no love from my auto. Let's move on down to the moderator. What's going on, Johnsy? You mean the analyst? The analyst, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, <laughs> put that uh, whiskey down and <laughs> join us. That's exactly what she sounds like, like she's sipping on something. You know what? I had a long night, mm. um, and this is my first full conversation. So, yeah. Mm. My voice he like John Kasich at that debate. He looked like he was uh, taking a I was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> she must have been drinking with Kasich before and after. Oh, my God, you guys. All right. And, Chris, the wild card, how you doing today? I'm doing well, and I support you, Brandy, just so you know. I appreciate that. Oh, we'll look at the positivity. For oh, yes. Wow. Hey, hey, listen, somebody has to be positive, and I always am. <laughs> <laughs> lies. Oh, lies. <laughs> cool guys. Well, let's jump right into the sizzle. The sizzle. So today the uh the Oscars are coming coming on. Woo! And, um, you know, there was a hashtag floating around called Oscar So White. We talked about it uh, a few episodes ago. And our good friend Jamie Foxx um, started a hashtag called Act Better in, in, in response to uh, the actors who were, you know, boycotting the Oscars because they weren't nominated. So, you know, that was kind of fun. Wow. Um, yeah, he was at some um, award show. Yeah, American Black Film Festival, was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he got up, you know, and this was half tongue in cheek, half. Right. Half. Uh, he talked about he and Denzel <laughs> with their Oscars. He talked about talking to Sidney Poitier. And basically, the point with the whole Sidney Poitier thing was opportunity. Let's just, you know, we're not acting to get an award. We want mm -hmm. some jobs and we want to be represented. Um, and, you know, he made fun of Will Smith for his uh, Nigerian accent in Concussion. Uh, now, what's interesting to me is that if you watch Ali, you know, remember Jamie Foxx and Will Smith were in that movie together. 
and they both needed to hashtag act better. So, um, <laughs> I just thought it was kind of funny that Jamie Foxx is trolling people when he's had some spotty performances too. Now, as Ray Charles, he nailed it, but uh, we got some other ones, dude, that we can look at. Um, but point well taken when it comes to what's really real here. I mean, yes, and we talked about this before. Uh, the Oscars do have weight when it comes to uh, the industry. But what's much more important to those of us outside of the industry is that we have a better representation. And yeah, if you're going to call for a boycott, try not to be the one that would benefit from it. We're like, Let's have some outside voices and Tyrese, I ain't talking to you. All right. Don't even bring up Tyrese. I don't, you know, at first, when I, when I first started reading the article, I was... I, I was very upset with it um, just because I felt like you can't it's like you can't talk about your family in the company of outsiders you try to keep that stuff internal that's what I was taught specifically when I was in the sorority in college um, now I did see his point as far as okay no one gets in front of the camera going okay I'm gonna act to win an award but as you pointed out there are not many opportunities uh, we don't have as many opportunities as our white constituents when it comes to acting. And I think that's really what that, you know, Oscar So White issue is about. Um, and Viola pointed that out, too, during her, her acceptance speech. Uh, what, what, what did she win? Emmy. Um, yeah, when she won an Emmy, she pointed that out. So, I don't know, I just thought, I thought it was pretty tacky of Jamie Foxx to do that. And I hope he doesn't lean on the I'm a comedian card to do that. Did Denzel have anything to say since he was looping him into this conversation as well? Not that I know of. If I was Denzel, I'd be like, look, don't, don't do that. He may agree. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I don't know where Denzel <laughs> Denzel don't want to hear none of it. <laughs> he don't want to hear none of it. Oh, I, I will say this. This was at the American Black Film Festival Awards, so maybe he thought he was... Obviously, you have the media, so it's going to get out, but he was in around other African-Americans, his group. Now, I have professed to being positive today, but you know, it's already difficult. Um, my problem is you have this like, what I call caboose activism, where people jump on the end of the train. <laughs> caboose, okay. Yes, right, <laughs> instead of where the problem is, which is like we're talking about opportunity, which is the engine or the, the, the first car, right? Yeah. I'm really kind of tired of this. Okay. Um, I don't care about the Oscars. I'm not an actor, but I just don't. And I'm, you know, echoing what everyone has said. It's about opportunities and things like that. So I had no problem with him trolling this boycott because it's misguided, especially with Will Smith, which I love because I, I don't, you know, you know how I feel about Will Smith as an actor. So that was funny to me. I enjoyed that. Yeah, What's interesting is James Jamie Foxx seems to have a, a, a lot of issues with people he's worked with, right? You have the whole LL Cool J incident, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, Will Smith. Um, so, don't break, but I, don't break well, into LL Cool J's house, though. Like, Well, yeah, you, you're in trouble. Oh, well, according but, to Jamie Foxx, though, just to answer Ayana's question, um, he said Denzel agrees. He said, well, basically, he said that they don't see what the big deal is about the boycott, uh, because... They have Oscars and they're black. <laughs> okay, so there you go. That is a horrible way of looking at things. <laughs> that is just a, that's such a tech. I mean, I, I, honestly, if I was one of them, I'd be like, well, I don't see what the problem is. Clearly, you know, mm -hmm. I was not. But you don't say that. 
Okay. And I say a lot of things, but you don't say that. Huh. Y'all got quiet on me? Okay, maybe. Uh, look, I know, it's just... I mean, you know. This th- I'm getting tired of this, so it's just like, okay. No, well, I've been tired it'll, it'll, be over, it'll be over today. Yeah. I mean, you know. And like, like I said, how many people are actually planning, who are boycotting, were actually planning to watch? Now, the boycott is, uh, as far as Hollywood goes, okay. Like, if they're not showing up, all of that. But they have seat fillers and all kinds of things, even if that were a big problem. Um, now, we what we will see is whether winners uh, during the Oscars will get up and say anything in protest because that is a part of the Oscars history as well. Um, and Chris Rock uh, rewrote the whole show after this happened. So mm-hmm. we're going to see his response. Plus, the Oscars this year is being produced by a black man, Reginald Hudlin, who is affectionately known as the director of um, House Party. Okay. There you go. That's exciting. I'm excited about that. Are you gonna watch? Me? Brandy. Oh, Brandy. Um. Okay. How are you excited, but you're not sure you're gonna watch? Because see, the Oscars <laughs> for me has always been a background noise um experience. Okay. I can't watch the Oscars cover to cover. I mean, that's just to be to be honest. I mean, to sit around and watch people get awards and give speeches about awards about movies that I haven't seen, that doesn't get really... That's like going to your cousin's graduation, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's really in the same vein. Wild card, you got any final thoughts? Well, I think we beat this to death, you know? <laughs> Are you watching the Oscars, wild card? Yes. Yeah, they're going to tar and feather you. <laughs> oh, really? From, no, from well, top to bottom? Like you getting popcorn and sitting still? Oh, oh no, I'm not going to. No, I'll, you know, check in on it. Yeah, I should, I should clarify. I'm not going to sit there, you know, with a bowl of popcorn watching the Oscars. <laughs> It'll be but I do want to hear what Chris Rock has to say. I really do. I do want to yeah, hear. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, he's still. Right. He'll be on in super troll mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, just, I mean, again, we discussed the perspective. I just think it's misguided, the Boycott Oscar. Yeah, Boycott um, Hollywood. How about true. that one? Right. Yeah, let's, let's you know, it, there's, a, there's a lack of practicality in what's going on a lot of times. So let's just focus on real life matters, what matters, which is representation from the standpoint of opportunity in the industry. Politics. So if you guys... um don't know this tuesday which is march the first is super tuesday super tuesday is the day when um 11 states uh, vote in the primary election and um it's coming primaries and caucuses oh. um uh, it's 11 like it's weird when you count it mm-hmm. because most of the states um have primaries or caucuses for both republicans and democrats but not all mm-hmm. um but yeah, basically that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Go ahead, moderator. No, so so yeah, so um, you know, it's it's happening. Any of you guys? Uh, no, we we don't we don't live in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what we want to say about Super Tuesday. We excited about it. Well, <laughs> the thing about Super Tuesday, <laughs> Super Tuesday will bring some clarity uh, to both races for the Democrats and the Republicans. Um, because this is when a big chunk of the delegates will be up for grabs and it's the first time where the candidates will have to have more of a national campaign 
rather than specific. Not localized. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're talking 800 plus delegates right for the Democrats and 600 plus maybe for the Republicans at stake on Super Tuesday. Yeah, it's like around 600 for the Republicans. That's correct. Yeah. Um, now, Politico has a whole cheat sheet on it. Uh, 661 delegates for Republicans, 865 for Democrats. Um, and a big thing about why Super Tuesday came about is because it forces candidates to run in a more national way. Mm -hmm. uh, also, a part of it is the SEC primary. If you know your college sports, you'll know what that means. So the southeastern states and even uh, Texas is included. Uh, so they wanted uh, the southern representation uh, to be a important part of these presidential campaigns. So those are primaries in Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, Tennessee, and Texas. Um, so we're going to see, uh, with all of these delegates up for grabs, who emerges as the victor. Uh, will it still be Trump and Hillary? Uh, probably. Uh, now the thing is, on the Republican side, it's just much more chaotic. Uh, it, it'll also uh, give us a glimpse into who will be Trump's main rival. Will it be Rubio, who's backed by the establishment, or will it be Cruz instead? Also, we'll see whether Ben Carson will wake up long enough to leave the race, and whether <laughs> Governor Kasich will get the memo that it doesn't matter if you last until Ohio, you're not going to get the nomination. We don't know. We'll find out. Uh, now, the what we can say about it is what the wild card's going to have to do, which is predict. Um, and I can see him already looking down and trying to get out of it. Before we do that, though, wild card, we know we're taping Saturday, even though this episode releases Sunday. Uh, and right now, what's going on in South Carolina is the Democratic primary. Uh, Hillary Clinton is the heavy favorite to win. Bernie Sanders... Uh, appears in the states and then uh, immediately leaves he can't even stay there long enough uh he wants to get out of there so quickly so wild card are you holding with hillary pulling out the win today of course in south carolina it should be a beatdown. um now here's my question to you then do you think she wins by uh, give me a plus or minus plus or minus 20 percent does she win by more than 20 percent or under 20 percent I'm going plus 20%. Uh, uh-huh. Okay. I'm going to go uh, big. I'm going to go big here. Now, what I will say about South Carolina, which is interesting, is that this is an open primary. Meaning that uh, independents and Republicans can and Republicans vote. can vote. I don't think that's talked about enough. I don't know if there'll be any trolling from Republicans. Well, there, were, there was some trolling from Democrats during the Republican primary. Right. Um, yeah. But we I think... I think the margin is just so great that it may not even matter. I mean, but again, then we can go down the rabbit hole of proportional delegation, right? So the margins yeah. um, matter Yes. in these cases, right? Yeah, and you, you have to get at least 15% uh, to even gain any delegates. Yeah. Right, um, right. That's the floor, the threshold. Yeah. You have to get 15 to gain any. And then you have 53 pledged um, uh, for grabs. Yeah, let's not go into six, all of that. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Because you you trying to get away from some other stuff. Now you made predictions before, and, I was and you know right. you've been pretty much right. We've got to give it yeah. to you. Uh, you've been pretty pretty much right. Now you called. I know where you're going. I know where you're going. It's South Carolina. You called second time. place. I did. You called second place as Cruz, and it was not Cruz. It was Rubio. <laughs> now it was very very close, under one yeah. percent. 
split between the two. Don't right. excuse me. Let me finish. Split between the two. <laughs> okay. But uh, a win is a win and a loss is a loss. And you called it wrong even after the analyst told you. <laughs> you talking about that, yourself a third person? That Rubio Mm-mm. was surging in the state. No. Now, you did call Rubio correctly as second in Nevada. So, you know, you've done a really good job. This is not easy. But hey, uh, you, uh, but look, you, you, were, you were wrong. Listen, <laughs> okay. Here's what I will say. I don't know what the big deal is anyway. Isn't South Carolina going to take off? No. It's not? No, no states are going to take all before March 1st. Before March 15th. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, point is, that's a virtual tie. Anyone will tell you that. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I still am going to be one, though. Virtual. I'm unde- Listen, I am undefeated with an asterisk. I'll give you an asterisk. <laughs> okay. We will accept that from you. Now, on the, your Super Tuesday predictions, on the Republican side, who do you think will come out with the most delegates? Uh, Trump. Number two. Yes. Rubio. I just think Cruz is really circling the drain at this point. Um, mm-hmm. uh, until maybe he gets to Texas, and even that is is getting tighter. Texas um, is on, on Super Tuesday. Yeah, um, that's what I mean. Well, as far as that, I guess that would be his firewall, mm-hmm. if you want to call it that. But it's Super Tuesday. Again, you got, what, 12, 12 caucuses to primaries. He's going to get wiped um, he's really not doing well, even if you go back to the debate, which was great entertainment. Okay, if anyone watched that. great entertainment. Oh, and Rubio was really doing, really did well attacking Trump, and that Cruz did not. Okay, I so, agree. I agree. Right. And, you know, then Chris Christie came in and endorsed Trump to try to take the uh, whole right. power of what Rubio did in attacking Trump in that last debate. So, okay, we got yeah, your number think, two, Rubio. Cruz, you know what? Yeah. Uh-huh. I go Rubio. So okay. Trump, Rubio. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Cruz. Just to uh, throw in some flavor. Cruz <laughs> number two. I'm gonna predict uh, that. Okay. So we'll see. Uh now on the Democratic side, Hillary or Bernie, who comes out with the most delegates? Um, Hillary. I mean if you look at the states, I mean the large the states with the huge delegate counts. Mm-hmm. Um she's really doing well in polling wise. Yeah, and Texas um, is the really big draw. Yeah, but Texas, yeah, the, the South, the South is going to help Georgia. her. I mean, we, yeah, I yeah. mean, there, there is Virginia included in there. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, I mean, Bernie's going to win Vermont by a blowout. That's his state. Yeah, but Vermont's only going to get him what twenty? What is it? Twenty five, twenty six. I didn't say how many delegates they were going to give him, but you know, and you he, know what? They're proportional. It's proportional still, right? But so, the question will be for Hillary: Will she reach that reach that fifteen percent threshold in Vermont? She might not. Um, so yeah. you know, uh, yeah, and then okay. the, there, there's okay. this whole tug of war between the two of them in Massachusetts. Who's going to pull that out? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And he'll probably win Minnesota. Um, he's trying to be competitive, I believe, in Oklahoma. In Colorado, or, I think he's he's polling well in. Yeah, de- yeah, in Colorado, uh, the American Samoa, the American Samoa votes for Democrats as well. We'll see what they have to say. Um, and Alaska is just for Republicans, so that's just to round out some of those states. Final words, because uh, I'm getting bored. Go yeah, ahead. Just to close it out, when we talk about Massachusetts. Um, people was, you know, obviously it looks like Bernie is going to win Massachusetts, but 
I don't know that it looks like that, not necessarily. Well, it's close, but the point is, no matter how that comes out, the proportional delegate, delegate, right? Uh, the how the appropriated or whatever you want to call it, it's going to really nullify any advantage he has if he has it there. And she, I just think she's going to clean up. Um, we talked Texas. We got a ton. The, the heavy state, the heavy delegate representation states. She is just polling too well right now. I think she, you know, really separates herself. And Bernie will come in second. That's my prediction. Oh, um, for the for the Democratic side, Bernie will come in second place. So we'll, we'll see if, if Bernie can pull that off. Mm-hmm. Great. Hey, you gotta be. You gotta be. You gotta be even. Odd news. I don't know. This just today. I, and while my mind's gonna go here, you guys are gonna have to just follow me with this. So earlier today, I was watching this um this this video about Bernie Sanders, nonetheless, um, pretty much chaining himself to um, chaining his foot to like a black woman um, during the, the civil rights movement. And um, in odd news, we're talking about feet washing up <laughs> um, <laughs> on the shore. I mean, so yeah, yeah. On you the know. shores, where? Oh, in, in, in the British Columbia, not during the civil rights movement with Bernie Sanders attached. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just feet. Um, and it's been a consistent uh, thing, like over the last four years, um, where they've just been kind of showing up. Um, well, this is actually since two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. Almost ten years. Yeah, ten years. I'm nine years. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's twelve. Like, twelve human feet clad in running shoes have been found on the shores of British Columbia since 2007, uh, from Jedediah Island to Botan- Botanical Beach. And this is according to the Guardian. Um, of those, uh, of those feet, eight. Or sorry, of, of those eight uh, of the twelve. So eight of the twelve have been identified. Of those eight. Two were pairs of feet. So some of them are lonely feet. They don't have a a mate. Others do. Okay. Uh, The remaining lone feet, though, all belong to men. So the men have the lonely feet here. Um, Now, I think in February, they had uh, two, two feet show up in addition. Uh, yeah, two turned up in February. So the, so people are going, well, what's going on? Why are all these feet in, in running shoes showing up? And uh, there's something about the technology of the running shoes, how they're made now. They help to keep the feet intact. They're not decomposing. So, you know, that's one one uh, reason to everyone to put on your running shoes. Just in case you lose your feet, they can find them later. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So... Oh. Look, it's odd news. Don't mm-hmm me like I'm supposed to make sense of it. I don't know. Well, well, they, they're speculating. They're trying. To, they're getting to the bot. They're trying to get to the bottom. It seems like of um, what are the reasons for this foul play? Okay, natural disasters uh, with respect to weather, um, things like that. Suicides. Why is it suicides? Right. So they've gone down this rabbit hole of really trying to come up with a theory on why people's hooves are showing up in state-of-the-art running shoes on the shore, so just a bunch what of speculation. What are state-of-the-art running shoes? What kind of running shoes are the most popular? Did they, did they say? Uh, no. 
I'm just well, I'm, they're they're but, saying more and more sports shoes are using air pockets or light foam in their design. So that's what right. it is. Those kinds of shoes. Um, and you know, uh, <laughs> British Columbia is going. Well, we're not the only place where these feet are showing up. We're sure it's going on worldwide. Okay. <laughs> just, yeah. Don't look at don't look at us. Yeah. But maybe we can. Uh, maybe what we need to do if we're out by the water, is get this technology, that foam technology, and make a suit of ourselves. Oh, yeah. So just in case oh, an accident yeah. happens, you won't decompose. Man, yeah, but what's the... I want to decompose. What if I want to? N not if you're alive. Oh, you mean if I'm living. Oh, that's different. Yeah. <laughs> Is there something you'd like to tell us? <laughs> oh, no. Hey, what can you do with this story? It's weird. Yeah, it's all indeed. Health and science. A record number of applicants applied to become uh, NASA astronauts um, this past round. Um, I think it hasn't been opened. The, the application window hasn't been open since like 2011 and in December 2015. Um, the window opened up again. And eighteen thousand three hundred people applied for an opportunity to make. And there are fourteen jobs available. Eight to fourteen. Yes. So. Yeah. So they, you know they they they'll probably go for the fourteen just because of state so many applicants. Um. Like, the CS Monitor writes about this. It says in 1978, NASA received just 8,000 applicants. Um, so, it, you know, shattered the 40-year-old record, which was that. Um, now, this is the 2017 class. And the qualifications are stringent, but not at first. It's, it's actually interesting. I mean, you do have to be an American citizen. You have to have at least a bachelor's degree in engineering, biological science, physical science, computer science, or mathematics. Check. And you have to have at least three years of professional experience or 1,000 or more hours of flight time. You also have to pass a physical. Okay. And then they'll start winnowing uh, the pool down into the highly qualified. Uh, I think they want to get 400 to 600 applicants who are most qualified. And they'll check their references. And then about 120 of those will go to Houston for in-person interviews, orientation, and medical screening in early 2017. And then if you're selected, they'll go through all of that astronaut training. So, yes, we do have two people who are qualified on this podcast yeah on this podcast to join but they didn't send in their applications well, i had no i can't believe they said they put it on reddit i need to start reading reddit more often they did they, yeah um, oh you I also got, have to be between five two and six three in height check 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 mm -hmm. check check yeah i would i know i'd be rolled out during the physical though they don't want anybody with lupus um well, sure. I know my problem yeah. is I, I I don't have I'm not on social media enough. Then they send this out over social media. Well, that's to know about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think that's their qualification. <laughs> Are you not on How Facebook? Twitter friends do you have? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, wait a minute, fools. First of all, I meant to catch wind of being able to apply. <laughs> They're gonna you disqualify you folks? for that comment. <laughs> 
So you playing in the Instagram from Mars Wildcard? That's what I need to know what they pay it. They pay it. Look, it's enough. I'm, it's pretty good. I'm gonna tell yeah. you that. What's pretty good? I need to know numbers. Six yeah. figures, I'm sure. I'm sure it's six figures. Six figures to go to a space. I mean, but you're. I mean, and I'm sure there are all kinds of crazy benefits that come with that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. do you get per diem in space? I don't know they how. They give you free food. <laughs> See, they, they want people who are interested in being astronauts, not people who are interested in getting a payday. <laughs> well, okay. Hey, I'm just weighing the options. Even though the window closed, I can't apply now. But I want to know, you know, what did I really miss out on? I mean, yeah. is there an age range? I'm sure there's an age range that we're not aware of. Uh, we're probably. They don't talk that, about that it. That might be the physical component, though. I mean, if you pass the physical. Right. Right. Yeah, because you know, yeah, they can't discriminate based on age, I'm sure. Uh, the height requirement is so you can actually fit. Into the yeah. suit. Yeah. And, and, and into the, the pants stations yeah. and all of that, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they did say that this uh, next group of American space explorers will inspire the Mars generation to reach for new heights and help us realize the goal of putting boot prints on the red planet. That's exciting. So, Okay. Are are you are you willing, Brandy, to prepare for the next round whenever that happens? Because we don't know. Mm, no. I'm you not. gotta get your degree in the science. You don't mm, want to do that. Yeah, I'm not gonna have time for that. Oh, okay. If I can get, a, if, if I can get an honorary degree from somebody. No. Okay. Then, you no. Know. You <laughs> can't go to Trump University and get your degree. <laughs> 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 that might work. That might work. But well, see, if I were younger, I would have gone for it. That sounds quite interesting. Ah, uh, yeah. It's a, it sounds like a fun gig. I tell. I agree. Mm-hmm. When I was in ROTC in college, I couldn't be. I found out after I got in that I couldn't be a pilot because of my eyes. My eyes are so bad. But since then, they started accepting people with LASIK, so I wonder... Um, yeah, they do. These requirements, you can have LASIK. But, here's the thing, you don't even have to get LASIK. You just have to have 20-20 vision with whatever apparatus you use. So if it's glasses, oh, so that's glass- fine. Wow. Yeah, yeah. The article we linked everyone to this episode actually has a link to the requirements. So if you want to read them, they're there. And they, they're clear. They say, look, you can get LASIK. You don't have to as long as you can see 2020 with something. You pass. But my question is, if you're using glasses, what if you lose them? I mean, you know, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, they probably make you like use those little straps that you like, the, the little elastic straps that keep up connected. Let's say you're out and let's say you're out somewhere and then you just lose them. What if you break them? I you mean, that can happen. You need yeah, a back. You, you have a backup them. with you. They, they a backup. There you go. Now you're thinking. Yes. Now you're thinking. <laughs> Let me tell you, as blind as I was, if I lost my glasses, I was SOL at that moment. Like, there was no backup. What's surprising, what was surprising to me is that we used to think of this being, a, I think, a military, you know, they would funnel people from the military pilot, people that had a pilot's license or Air Force folks that would end up being astronauts that probably come from the movies, but it was also the case back in, I believe, the 50s and 60s and so forth. Yes, so that's true. Th- and that that's still a component, has... Wildcard. That's still a part okay. of it. Uh, they, but they have to go through a different application process. Right. Right, I wonder so. what happened to cause them to do that because it still seems like it would be enough to go through. I mean, maybe they saw men in black. Well, know. they're more concerned, I've read, about also having people that are can aid in exploration and, and running tests and things like that. So they're My looking science. for scientists, types, engineers, things like that. So that they can acquire data and, and, and do those kinds of things. So. Um, right. And they, they want people yeah. from diverse backgrounds, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like the Martian. 
you know, he had a, a, a background, yes. if you haven't seen the movie or read the book, he had a, a background in botany and all of that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, he was one part of a team uh, mm-hmm. that had different specializations. All right. And the, the, la- the well, last thing I'll say, I will say this just to wrap it up. I believe the focus... You always gotta has, have the last word. It, you, you always gotta have the last word. I believe the focus has changed <laughs> from just trying to get to these planets to getting there and then doing the exploration. So I think the focus has changed as well. Yes. So that's all. Just wanted to, you know, add a little something, something. <laughs> all right. We're gonna change the intro to. We're gonna change oh. the intro. To the moderator introduces the discussion. And the wild card ends each one. Then we'll just change it. <laughs> do what you gotta do, baby. Oh my goodness, guys. <laughs> so let's head on over into business as we talk about another government, another government agency. Business. The FBI, who is battling with Apple, the uh, the tech giant who makes iPhones, iPods, and Mac products. Really? That's what they made? <laughs> yes. Listen, I can't take anything. Uh, can't assume anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, if you guys haven't heard, um, the FBI is has been battling back and forth with with Apple to try to get access to um, to iPhones of terrorists and Apple has you know kind of been pushing back on it because you know you set a precedent like that for one situation and it affects um, everybody's um, everybody's privacy like we, we already know big brothers all over the place um, but we want to try you know I guess as, as much as possible to keep you know as much of our privacy as we can uh, private and this um, is a privacy versus security yeah. argument, which is always a sticking point. Always. And they always uh, try to use security to scare us. Just as, I mean, just a little note, people. Every time, you know, you have to really think about, you know, what's more valuable. And don't always get, don't get, like, got by the scared tactics, you know. And you, you have to actually understand what's going on. Yeah. Um, now, in That's this case, the this is... terrorism a lot of times, isn't it? It is scare you, yeah. Yeah, and, and to threaten several liberties because people are more apt to give them up. Well, y'all won't let me set this up or not. <laughs> we try to help the people. Go ahead, analyst. Set it up. Okay, so this is in particular for the San Bernardino terrorists, mm-hmm. right? So the government comes in and says, "We need you to unlock the phone, but just this phone. We won't use it again." Apple goes, we don't have that technology now. We will, and the wildcard will get into this, we will have to weaken our operating system in order to accomplish that. And if we do that, then the, the we've already opened the can of worms. It's going to lead to more, uh, more government officials and prosecutors coming out and saying, we want you to unlock these phones, even here, the New York... Uh, DA, I believe, said, I got a bunch of phones waiting. Um, and then Apple does business around the world, in particular yes. in China. And China has a lot of things going on with privacy that has nothing to do with what we believe in this country. Mm-hmm. So if Apple capitulates to our government, then China will go, well, look, you can do all this stuff for us, too. So th- there's this big tension here, again, yes. with do you want rogue nations, rogue actors in the world having access to your phones. Because once they do this, then we're all going to be vulnerable. It's not just about the government and, and legal cases at that point. So, Apple
Apple is actually right now, according to the New York Times, uh, trying to write a new operating system that no one can penetrate, not even them. Mm-hmm. All right, so so there you go. Wildcard, go ahead, add to that, please. Yeah, I'll just say I think that the way I heard this described is um, the government and the media, some of the media is presenting this as. Okay, if you picture the phone as a safe, we just want the combination to this one safe and this one bank, Mm -hmm. which is the San Bernardino shooter. Sounds reasonable enough, but what it really is is a skeleton key, which would open all safes in all banks. So we kind of have to, you have to think of it that way. It's not a one-off that they're trying to present. Oh, we just need access to this phone. And see, if you present it that way, everyone understands, yeah, we want to get, you know, the San Bernardino shooter, the terrorist, and it seems, yeah, that, that's a no-brainer. But as as you stated, that is not the case. And when you get into these authoritarian governments and, and you see, look, they will spy and then they will let people have it when they do it. Yeah. Okay, and- so if you think about, yeah. And even, like, just identity theft, I mean, it can, it can be that yep. small. Um, so it, it's, this is a major concern, and the question is, is this important enough for the San Bernardino case mm-hmm. to override our privacy protections? Plus, um, the FBI did change the iCloud password associated with that phone, which locked them out of some data they could have had. And they wouldn't have needed Apple to write any special code for a backdoor into the operating system. So there are a lot of moving pieces here. I just suggest that everyone research it and make sure that you know exactly what's going on because there are actually conflicting polls. Uh, One poll, I think from Reuters, has most Americans siding with Apple, while another one has more the majority of Americans siding with the FBI. But what we found with privacy concerns like this is the longer it goes, the more people side with uh, privacy right. over security because they understand more. Yes. Um, Ayana, do you want target. to no. right, Let's toss it to the comedian. To me, indeed. I, I'm, I'm going to sound ignorant because I'm like, what do I have to hide? And I guess in the article that we read, that's the same thing that that guy said. Um, because in my mind, I'm just like, well, I don't care if somebody sees my medical records. What is that going to do for me? Um, but I'm sure. But they can was... impersonate you then. Yes. Things like that. Yeah. Who wants to be me? I mean, lots of You'd people. You'd be surprised. Yeah. I had a hacker, and he was he was all over my life. And I who mean, wants to be me. One of my girls got catfished on Black Planet. I mean, that's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Who's still using Black Planet? Like that, that is, is like the combination of that is just. <laughs> First of all, you're on Black Panther, yeah. like what Randy said, and you get catfished on it. <laughs> Who's still getting catfished? That too. Like, why are people still getting catfished? People out here need love and companionship. Well, can, we, can we get offline sooner? That is the rule to online dating. Wait a minute. Wildcard. Wildcard, have you ever been catfished? No. You <laughs> know catfished means? Yes. He's going to be catfished on Mars. That's what's going to happen. Oh, my God. Look, I I don't want to upset the universe when it comes to that. Look, I have not, and I don't plan on it. What, going on Black Planet? Well, well, that's a no-brainer there. That, you know... If I'm going to be catfished, it won't be by a Black Planet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Borderline, borderline. Ah, what we don't care about. 
in this section, our good friend Donald Trump shows up again. Um, there's some polls that talk about his supporters um, and <laughs> that state that they are um, intolerant. Um, we, I mean, I don't, I don't even necessarily know how to set this this up because I just don't care enough. So I'm gonna bounce this over to somebody who has a little more interest in. Uh, it's gonna be bouncing because. Yeah, what, what are you talking about? Is that your responsibility to set it up? I just well, did. Well, she sets it up and then and then I analyze it. So she's she's suggesting that the analyst cares, but this is in the what we don't care about segment. <laughs> Well, uh, because the main point is this: we know Trump supporters are entitled. Yeah, serious poll. If we had a poll, we needed a poll for this, right? I mean, now what they they are talking about exit polls from the South Carolina primary last week. Um, they're using that, but then there was a poll that was done that asked a slew of questions, um, and this poll was done by the Economist and YouGov, and this was in mid-January. And one of the questions was, and I'll read it verbatim, do you approve or disapprove of the executive order which freed all slaves in the states that were in rebellion against the federal government? So everybody, when I say that, what do you hear? The problem is how that was worded. What do you hear? You when hear I say rebellion that? against the federal government. So you don't hear slaves? You know, all slaves. Nope, you don't hear that. You you do not hear that because you. Yeah, right. the, the, the thing that you, I'm telling you, you, the, the, and I think that was a that was strategically written mm -hmm. in that way. Yeah. Where you hear slaves, okay, but then when you hear in rebellion against the government, like you're like, oh my god, that. that I go yeah because they're slaves. They should right. be in rebellion. You, you go yeah, but these right. crazies don't go yeah. Know. Yeah, this is why we don't care about it. But, you know, now, to be honest, the majority, and this was only, uh, they only asked people who uh, were Republicans or voting Republican. So, well, you know, of course. Some, yeah, so some people came out and said, why don't you ask Hillary and Bernie supporters? Because no one cares about Nobody them, cares. Uh, in, in this in this case. Uh, now, I will say that most of these people approved, either strongly or somewhat, okay? Somewhat. <laughs> so right. there. Now, what happens is you have executive order, which Republicans are against, when it comes to Obama. I mean, there have been executive orders before him, but okay. Uh, they also didn't say Emancipation Proclamation, which is what this reference is. Mm -hmm. And then some uh, conservatives go, well, some of us disagree with this because it was only in states that were in rebellion like you were saying brady it wasn't in all states which i think is way too nuanced for this group. Uh, yeah i it. agree they're full of crap now if we go to the candidate breakdown and i'll just go to the ones who are still in the race carson supporters uh only nine percent disapproved either somewhat or strongly 21 percent said not sure um which makes sense uh, for Cruz, <laughs> for Cruz, fifteen percent of his supporters disapproved, either somewhat or strongly. Eleven percent not sure. Uh, for Kasich, three percent disapproved, somewhat or strongly, and, and only five percent not sure. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, Rubio, five percent disapproved, somewhat or strongly. Nine percent uh, unsure. That also makes sense. Uh, when it comes to, did I go to Cruz? Yeah, I did. Yeah. And now for Donald Trump. 
20% disapproved uh, somewhat or strongly and 13% not sure. And again, no surprise. <laughs> Ayana, how do you feel after that breakdown? Are you, are you proud of your country? I'm not surprised. Right. Because that seems to be the, the theme. Do, do you think this is a relevant question? Like, would you want to know this about people, whether they agree or disagree with this question? I feel like this question is just asking, are you an idiot or are you not? <laughs> are you a white supremacist or are you a racist? Like, they, right. these are the questions. That's what this, that's what this really... And it's also, about. do you actually listen and comprehend what we're saying? That too. But I think we know that most people don't. Exactly. They're assuming, they, they're assuming they don't. Yeah. I think it's a, a troll... Let's get some numbers behind Trump's support being a bunch of racists. Yeah, and, and Republicans in general, because it included the whole field in January. Uh, and uh, wild card, have you ever been polled before? Have you ever gotten a poll call? No, I don't answer the phone anyway. I may have gotten a call, but you know, I'm a screener. I'm a heavy right. screener. Has anyone, ever, get me. has anyone ever been polled? Well, I think that's what it comes down to. Most intelligent people don't answer the phone. When... Right. <laughs> yeah. well, okay. So you come at me because is. I've been polled. <laughs> and I don't the phone about during... <laughs> because during the election cycles, I sometimes answer the phone when I normally wouldn't, just in case. So this year I was polled. It wasn't about the, de the Democratic or Republican uh, presidential race. It was a local race. Uh, but you have to listen. And, you know, most people can't do that. So, again, we don't care, and I'm done. <laughs> I just, I don't think that most, let me tell you, the last time I answered the phone, it was somebody uh, trying to do an IRS scam on me, and that happened last week. Mm -hmm. So, I That's a big phone. thing right now. You know, I, before we were, I don't understand how this type, that type of stuff still happens. The IRS people does not make calls they send you letters in the mail well, they first they, I will, make calls so brandy i will say this that he said um they've been trying to get in contact with me and he gave me an old address and i was just like all right well that's not my address and then we went back and forth and i gave him my regular my new address which is not hard got him, anyway. got him. and then he <laughs> said don't say that and then he was just like well i uh, first of all this guy had an accent and he said his name was uh he said his name was Jim Martin, and I was like, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watch out with them phone calls. I was called, and somebody wanted to ask me about my Microsoft computer, and you know yes, what I said? I you know met. what I said? I said, I don't know what you're talking about, and whatever phone number, whatever you got in there, you better take out. Don't I'm call me again, because I don't know what you're talking about. Well, then he kept on asking me for my the last four digits of my social security number, and I was uh -oh. like, sir, I was like, now that you have my, my phone, I mean, my, my, uh, address you can just mail me they're saying that the irs was threatening to sue me so i was like well now that you have my my information just go ahead and mail that he goes well, this is our your final warning i was like well you can send the final warning in the mail You're right um and he kept on going in his accent he was getting so mad at me just they like, get so angry i have a client part of it, yeah. And yeah they get so angry when they when the scam starts to fall apart the same with the microsoft i had a both i've had two clients where i've experienced the irs scam well, she, you know, calls me frantic, and I'm like, well, give me a number, and I'll call a man back. I mean, because if you ask him for a number, they give you some some number, which is crazy. And then the same with the Microsoft thing, and he he cussed out, he cussed us out because because um, we told him we had a Mac, um, and he. <laughs> don't, that, don't give any information. 
Wait, see, but, see, that's the problem. You got to do what I did. You <laughs> preempt them first. You I went in. I, well, and then I hung up. Then I hung up. I just like them. I like them to get angry. I, I like to provoke people. That's my, that's my, like, what do you call so it? you trolling the trolls. I do. I love trolling yeah. trolls. Me and my brother do that sometimes. Um, the up, uh, which is funny, like Black Planet and Craigslist for those oh, um, check Black scams. Planet. Black Planet again. <laughs> <laughs> Wild, the wild card signing up right now for Black Planet. I see you. I see you over there. <laughs> hey, look, can I tell you all that the wild card does not have these problems and why? Go ahead. Let's tell never me. forget because the wild card does not answer unknown numbers. That number had been calling me for a while. So I was just like, well, let me see yeah. what they got. Well, look, I owe money to my student loans. So I was just like, let me go ahead and just talk to but, you. But they will have to send it to you in the mail. In the mail. The, yes, the IRS does not have the capacity to Can call. Can I finish my you. statement? My goodness. <laughs> I'm just going to say, if anything is legally actionable, they have to document it. They can't do it via a call. And they're but not if, outsourcing if, to India. They're not exactly. outsourcing to India. And, it's called correspondence. Yes, but it's true. If there's a number that keeps calling you, I do pick up eventually too, but I don't give them any information. I tell them, take my number <laughs> out of your database. Okay? I don't know what you talking about. See, if you talk like that, everybody, they will quickly get off of the phone with you. Okay? So, so the key is to talk like Steve Harvey. <laughs> uh, okay. That was a P that was a PC way of saying that wild card. Yeah, it was real good. Oh, that was hilarious. Oh. Great, guys. Okay, <laughs> now I mean I think all we we kinda um we going up for the Tom Fool Award ourselves right now, but let's get into <laughs> Hey, don't include me in that. I told y'all. The Tom Fool of the Week. We got two Tom Fools. We oh. three. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess we got three. I guess we'll throw him in too. I don't need a top four. I mean, I don't know. I just I'm think. I'll tell you how, but go oh, ahead. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> and, and we got, we might have our first lady Tom Fools. I think this might be our first, um, <laughs> first crowning of female. Welcome, lady. Right. Welcome, lady. I think so. <laughs> so we have joined <laughs> the Tom Foolery. Our, our sex, unfortunately, has, um, joined and the tall fools that we are talking about are the women in the life of dante bauer jr an nfl player his baby's mother and his current girlfriend mm-hmm. video surface of them fighting the mother of his child man <laughs> yeah, say that again comedian the mother of his child yes that's how I wrote it because I didn't want to use okay. baby mama. Okay. There Brandy goes. Because <laughs> only baby mamas fight. <laughs> okay, I'm not. Mothers of children have class, okay? Baby mamas fight. The new girl. I don't know why, <laughs> but they do. I'm not giving them that respect. <laughs> so these two cool folks, Tom fools. Now, you're about to join them in the Tom Fool section. Disgusting to me is disgusting. I don't I don't have any tolerance for women fighting over men. Shut up and sit down. Tom Fool of the Week. 
we don't know that we don't know that they were fighting over a man. There's no audio in the video. We do see that Dante Fowler is there. Uh, they have some sort of powwow, and he steps out of the way and lets them go go ahead. He said, "Go ahead." Well, I don't know what he says, but you know, he gets out of the way wisely. Were they fighting over Louis Vuitton bags? What, what they we don't over? know. We don't know. We How do we know it wasn't a competition? Like, they were they, playing it for like the MFF or the MAA yeah, or whatever. The it's I, the I MMA. The MMA. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he just brought them together and, you know, put some money on one of them and let them, you know, maybe it was all so oh, like cocks. So like, like why did he? And, and and then I guess I guess I guess uh, the analyst uh, puts him into the tomfool category because he apologized for them for them fighting. I'm assuming that's why you thought he also should be included. No, in the he goes into this because you are a public person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now he didn't. He's he his rookie season was last season, but he was injured. He didn't play. Um, he was the third uh, draft pick uh, of 2015 of that class. Um, so this fool is out in public where you know there are cameras in the presence of two women fighting and just standing around. It, if women, look, run. That's what I say. Just get out of there <laughs> if they're going to fight. If they're not fighting in your home, <laughs> just run. Okay, just get out of there. Don't, don't, don't be seen around them at all. That's why he's a fool. He's a fool because he got caught on camera with two idiots. And excuse me, you're dating a woman who wants to fight as well. Another woman. I don't, it just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make any sense. Now look, are there reasons to fight? Yes, there are. Uh, there are I'm sorry, Brandy. Sometimes you got to fight. I'm not oh, saying absolutely. this. Sometimes got to fight. Okay. All right. All right. I'll give There's you a time and a place for everything. To fight. Yeah. Okay. But this is just stupid. But we, now, know, what, we know this is tomfoolery, though. Yeah. This, that's why it's here. I know, but I'm just saying all three of them qualify as fools in, in, in regards to this. Now, him apologizing and all of that, he needs to do that because he's a public person. But what the reason, one reason why he may not be so much of a fool is he told his team about it before the video released. Now, that was smart. Go ahead, Wildcard. That's the key. I think we, I, okay. What do you mean that's the key? In this day and age... Uh, with the way athletes are scrutinized, especially in the NFL, um, you really can't even be around trouble. Yes. You have to exonerate yourself. He got out ahead of it. Okay. Now, I mean, see, I look at this, and I'm somewhat sympathetic because he's 21 years old. He is. I mean, when I was 21, and... It, it, you had women fighting around yeah. you? Yeah. No, no, no. Hey, look, I'm not a... a, a, a Top three draft pick, you know. No, they don't fight <laughs> no, over <you're> me. <laughs> okay, no. Okay, but um, it, it, the video really shows you nothing. You have no audio, but I don't know if he, he could have been surprised. For all I know, and you know, sometimes you can freeze up. Like, what is going on here? Yeah. So I'm not gonna castigate the guy. Okay, when it comes to this. Well, we're not castigating. These are Tom fools. You no well, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I, I am not. He's not going to get a wild card stamp, Tom Fool stamp. Well, you're but a Tom Fool. Anybody but else? But the, but <laughs> the the Ayana, I. Okay, first of all, I think he's young, and I'm with you, Brandy. But Brandy, we're also thirty-something years old, and we're not the type of person that's going to probably make some professional athlete our baby daddy. 
We're not going to live that life. I hear you. I hear you, right? Because, I mean, that's that's their, that is the plan. Like, generally speaking, yep. you know, you mama, trying to trap somebody. We're trying to, you know, get that check every no. month, take care of your habits, you know, and using the baby as kind of that ticket. Exactly. Yeah, right? So but that's the not... thing. If that's what you're doing, like, you're somebody's mother. You understand? No, you, already, you already got your money. You already got your meal ticket. You're just mad because he left you. You're just right. mad because he left you, and now you're fighting the new chick. That's crazy. You're not thinking. Okay, first of all, everything you just said, it contradicts everything. Because if you're out there trying to trap somebody, and then you still got your money, you're going to be feel threatened against everything. Include the past chicks. So I get the mentality, but I want to accept you. It. No, I'm, you're not, I'm, you're right. you're I'm not accepting it even from them. That's my point. That's my point. I'm just like, this seems about right. This seems. You, yeah. You have to chop off, open your head up, take your brain out, and serve it to them. I am not. And this I, baby. Here's the thing. I went to Penn State. I was around a good deal of people that play in the NFL now. And uh, I was just, I've, I've seen a lot. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I've gone, I've dated one who's in the NFL now, and I just, I could not hang. I was just like, yeah, what you, I, no, no, no. Yeah. Again, get to, we're no. talking to, uh, just from a sports standpoint. I mean, this is a guy that was the number, again, number three pick overall in last yes. year's draft. Yes. Okay. That's, he's a meal ticket. Guaranteed money. Yeah. Yeah. Money. That is, he, he is not someone. Yeah. yeah he, he is not someone who's going to have to work in, well, I won't say he doesn't have to work, but he has everything in front of him as far as making big money. Yeah. In the NFL. He's a star, essentially. Or some chick that's in school for, you know, business trying to start her own company. No. That's, <laughs> that's not because she probably has standards and things of that nature. Now, some chick just throwing herself with some big booty. I, mean, I, I know the caliber of hoes we're dealing with. I get it. I, I, it's just, it's just hard for me. Wait a minute, though. Okay. Some, some of them, some of them career women, women, look, they yeah, act they ain't no better. Let's, mm-hmm. let's just no, stop. No, let's no, not no, go no, there. No, 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 no. I'm not. Career women can be hoes too. They are in the same category. <laughs> now, note <laughs> everyone, the, the female on female attack right. in this episode. Just saying. Uh, no, also. But, but, yeah, but just to say, if if you if this is foreign to all of you, everyone, if you didn't go to a big university with uh, a strong athletic program, you can check out He Got Game, that movie. That may give you a glimpse. You could also read a book by Tom Wolfe called I Am Charlotte Simmons that breaks it all down. Um, and now, yeah, the, this is fiction, but it's fiction based on reality. So if you want to know exactly what's going on, there it is. But they're all fools for different reasons. My friend who got catfished. Yeah, I am a resource. My friend who got (laughs) catfished on Black Planet was messing with LeVar Arrington. I just want to point that out, okay? Oh, throwing the name out. I'm just saying. So anybody, it's it's those chicks that are running after them. It's. It's amazing because if you have, I don't want to say if you have respect for yourself, but you're also talking about 21 year olds, okay? What were you yeah. doing when you were 21? Not that. I, I, was, I wasn't fighting for, oh, for basketball, for football players in the hallway. Say you all. <laughs> I mean, at 21 years old, none of us were the brightest crayons in the box. I was. Bright like a diamond. I mean, you were bright at 21. I shine bright like a diamond at 21. <laughs> 
we're, we're talking about the population at large. We've seen, look, look, we know how these college, um, uh, they call yes. them kids. We know yeah. how they act, and this is across the board. I know that everyone likes the media and all these people like romanticizing college and all these wonderful kids are going to school to get their education. No, they come to school acting like fools, cheating on tests, drinking, drinking, doing drugs. Yes, having having. There are those of us who actually did our work in school. They, we do exist. Yes. Yes. Let me tell you, one for that Asian <laughs> dude in front of me in linear uh, algebra, I wouldn't be here today. You know, I'm um, not going to be I want nothing to do. I want nothing this to is do. an engineer talking. But this is an engineer talking. You ain't applying for that. Your your hopes to be an astronaut have been dashed with that statement. I thought I needed some help isolating variables, and she got. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you, my roommate was like, "I got a forty-five on the test. What you get? A (laughs) seventy-eight." Oh my goodness! All right, guys. The end. This is this is um. Yeah, are you nodding off like a junkie? I mean, no, I'm, I'm processing the 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 the, the, the foolery, and, and you know, it's a lot. But um, you know, we hope as always you guys enjoyed our lively sidekicks. <laughs> lively sidekicks. <laughs> lively guys episode, and um. We look forward to catching you guys next week. As always, if you can't wait, check us out on dailydynamic.com or on social media at Dynamic Daily. We hope that you guys have an amazing Oscar Sunday and we will catch you next week. Listen to the Zeitgeist every Sunday at dailydynamic.com.